Ready? Let's do it. I survived what I've been through. Y'all got drama, the saga continues. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. We can't be stopped now. Cause it's bad boy for life. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. We can't be stopped now. Cause it's bad boy for life. What's going on? Darren Wisely here. As most of you already know by now, the rumors are true. I am Hillsdale's most trusted and beloved lawyer. The other rumors true too. It's a title I gave to myself. So I get questions all the time. What's the deal with this lawsuit? The Republican Party? All the stuff I see in the newspaper. What's going on? And you know, it's just not something you can really explain in passing. There's so much context. There's over two years of history. Some could say over 10 years of history. So, I mean, I hate to explain things and them not make sense. I mean, who does that? For Who, who would want that, right? Well, I guess media, education, government. Oh, you know what I mean, right? If I... I want to. I want to do something justice. I want to. I want to make someone feel like I'm not being evasive or like I actually care about their question. So I said, "Well, you know what? I'll put it in a podcast format." So that's what I'm doing here today. A little bit different type of show. Some of you will know, and it'll be a very small minority will know everything I'm about to say. Some of you will have no idea what I'm talking about. And be like, what the hell is going on here? Well, I guess stick around and find out. But I presume most of you fall somewhere in the middle of the spectrum. So this is the chance to kind of get clued in here to what's going on. Um, so some of the stuff I may, you know, explain. It's not like I'm that may seem obvious to you, but you have to remember not everyone here is from Hillsdale, not everyone that listens from Michigan, not everyone knows me personally. So, you know, I'm not being Kamala Harris talking like you're in fourth grade, like a spaceship goes up in the sky, you know, it's like, no, it's like some of the stuff isn't obvious to people. So I'm going to do that. So, you know, just a disclaimer. Um, it's not like some condescending thing I'm doing. And, you know, hopefully this answers questions, but again, it's just, it just, it's a lot to unpack and it only makes sense in the full context. So that's what I'm taking the time to bring to you today. And, you know, I know a lot of you will say, well, this is petty. Uh, yeah, it's very petty. Um, I hate being involved in this. I don't want any part of it. Um, I've tried to get out of it and I can't. I'm a party to a lawsuit. So it's like, yeah, it is petty. Um, the thing is frivolous, it's harassing, and that's the intent of it. As I've told the court, it's a complete waste of my time, and yes, it's bullshit. But, you know, at least hopefully you get some entertainment out of our, you know, waste of time and suffering. A lot of people like soap operas, you know, days of our lives, whatever. Well, here's some entertainment at our expense, right? I'd view it that way. But, no, hopefully this will clue you in, and I'm just going to, you know, drop the truth, and uh, I guess you be the judge of what you think about it um, as you... Hear what I got to say. <coughs> so, sorry if I cough here and there. You're just going to have to bear with me. I'm overcoming uh, the tail end of some kind of illness or flu or AIDS or some, some, something like that. Uh, I better not say that, you know. Next thing you know, Hillsdale Daily News front cover, The Hiv. Uh... Local attorney admits to AIDS on podcasts. And then there's, you know, my big shit-eating grin just right on the front cover of it. <laughs> so, yes, that, that's a joke, ladies and gentlemen. All right, enough fooling around. A lot to unpack here. So where should I begin? Well, should probably start at the beginning. Hillsdale is known as kind of the conservative mecca of the United States. And that's, a, by the way, that's a phrase I coined. So when people use that, I coined that phrase, conservative mecca. But it's known that because, obviously, of Hillsdale College, um, which is 
first off, they don't accept any federal funding, which is dope, because that gives them freedom to, like, not propagandize their students, which is cool. But they're known as, like, the most conservative college in the U.S., or, like, one of them. And they also, fun fact, have Ludwig von Mises' personal library. So if you ever want to check that out, um, hit me up. I'll come tour it with you, because I'm a nerd like that. So that's the reputation this area has. The problem is our local government and up until 2021, our local party, uh, the Hillsdale County Republican Party, uh, did not reflect those values, okay? So the people here do, okay? The people here, this is a very red meat, you know, Peckerwood, good old boy, you know, blue collar, uh, church, family values, you know, uh, kind of place. The local government does not reflect that. So that's a problem. And that's a problem more so that they don't reflect their citizens' values than, you know, the college, the esteemed college. You know what I mean? In my book. That's my opinion. They don't reflect the values. They reflect more government. You know, in COVID, total tyranny. Uh, minus, of course, the great mayor, Adam Stockford, who stood up to big gretches. COVID insanity. Because um, she was one of the worst top three governors and obviously the worst of the Midwest, which is, you know, we're in the People's Republic of Michigan, but um, have you ever noticed her stare? She's definitely got the sociopath stare going. I I was involved in local politics toward, until like the end of 2019 because as, you know, I'm sure a good chunky, you know, I did all my schooling in Indiana. I did my undergrad and my law school in Indiana. And then I moved back to the Dirty Dale where I hail from. Uh, but what I'm told is that, you know, the past decade or so, the Hillsdale County Republican Party, which you would think based on the, uh, reputation again, would be this big bastion of like freedom or whatever. Well, it's not, it's really just kind of like a good old boys country club kind of, you know, exclusivity type thing. They don't really do anything because they're happy with the status quo because they're in bed with the corrupt local government. Um, who likes to spend, you know, $8 million that we don't have on, like, a new roof for the courthouse. Um, but, but you know, I mean, their their pay goes up every year. I mean, it doesn't matter, you know, that, that your average Joe here is working two jobs to try to, like, you know, feed his four kids and figure out what they're going to do after school, go to college, and, like, are we going to be able to fill the gas tank up this week? I mean, it don't matter, but, the, you know, their, their salaries are going to increase, right? So, I mean, those are the problems you have, and they don't re reflect, you know, the values on a lot of issues. But, again, in Hillsdale, it's just like if you're in New York City, right, you would only run as, like, you run for mayor in New York City. You're not running as a Republican, you're running as a Democrat. You know, maybe you're more moderate, or maybe you're more conservative, but you're running as a Democrat. Well, it's the vice versa here. And that's what a rhino, Republican name only is, you know. But you have, the problem is they've so infested that you have people who, like, don't even believe in the Second Amendment, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, running our, running our district caucus here, okay? So that's a big problem. Well, you know, finally, there's enough grassroots support after COVID because, you know, that's when I got involved here politically, and I met some people with some real integrity, and it actually made me really proud to be from here. Uh, like, Gridlock... If you know what that was, it was a big protest, a big gretch in like May or April when supposedly we were all going to die. Uh, I don't think any of us did. I'll have to check. Uh, uh, you know, these are people who weren't just like sitting in their basement like whining. They're like put their money where their mouth is or like got out and did something. So that, you know, I, I, I respect people with the integrity to actually do something. In 2020, I ran for state representative. I didn't win, obviously. But at that time... You know, the plan was, hey, we're, you know, the establishment, quote unquote, who runs the local party, who doesn't push, you know, candidates who reflect our community's values, um, who really are just screwing over, you know, your average Joe, your blue collar kind of middle class guy for their own enrichment, um, who don't reflect our values, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we're taking this back from them. We're going to run our, you know, candidates who reflect our values. We're going to make some real change, you know, which is the last thing they want because they're the status quo. Would you be our chair? Sure, whatever. So um, it, for the 2021 starting in, 
we got our people in and we took over. It was a coup d'etat and it was, you know, uh, pretty badass. Um, it wasn't my idea, so I'm not give, taking myself credit, but it was cool. Okay, I mean, and, it, and it set the stage throughout Michigan, but we'll get into that. Um, but I was chair, Lance Lashaway, vice chair, uh, John Smith, secretary, Chris French, uh, treasurer, and he ended up having to leave for, um, like, employment reasons later on. And then uh, uh, John Paul Rutan is our parliamentarian, and, um, you know, pretty dope group. And, you know, we did some crazy things in this party, okay? Like I said, the party was small, not doing shit. Well, what happened? Grew the party over 300%. You don't do that by just sitting there and, like, patting yourself on the back and, like, eating some, like, shitty cookies and, like, lukewarm coffee and, like, no, it's like we had speakers come, governor candidates, con congressional candidates, state senator, state rep, you know, media, like, like, people who mattered, you know what I mean? We had food there. And again, I'm not taking credit for this, you know, I was the pretty face, like, John Smith, I mean, that guy, no one... And I mean this, I'm not just saying this because he's my boy, no one in the state of Michigan has done more or made a bigger impact on the grassroots state level politics on the Republican side than John Smith. Um, and, and my hat goes off to him. But we got a lot of great people, you know, the people I named, uh, John Paul Rutan, obviously a parliamentarian, ton of great things, uh, Josh Gritzmaker. He was newer to the area. He got involved. He got in our executive committee later on in this in this scene, and he he did a ton of big things. He's a big player. Got uh, Steve Deese to come down here. Steve Deese, by the way, when he spoke at our at our uh, Reagan Day dinner, that was the best speech I'd ever seen. And I've been to rallies. I've been to political speeches. Literally, literally, not hyperbole. Best speech I've ever seen. I mean, that was that was unreal. But the point is, is we making waves where our events were the place to be. You know, the governor, you know, for a place all over the state have their Lincoln and Reagan Day dinners. The candidates who are running for statewide office, they want to come to Hillsdale, Michigan. Okay, the other counties who are flipping to grassroots because they're sick of the establishment, they're sick of getting screwed over by the corporatists, you know, by the neoconservatives and their agenda. Um, what do they do? They look to Hillsdale, Michigan, man. And that's because we did that. And again, when I say we, not anything that I, I mean, I'm a part of it as the organization, but not necessarily like, oh, I was the huge, I mean, it's like John Smith, Gritzmaker, Rutan, Vice Chair Lance Lashaway, Bell Steyer, Ralph Riley, David Mosby, Brian Hare, The Wingates, Therese Rutan, Daniel Rutan, uh, Denise Magowitz, uh, J. Todd Blanchard, behind the scenes, all kinds of people, you know, stepping up in different roles, different capacities. So, I mean, like I said, just a lot of just, you know, just real dope people with, with a lot of integrity and people I'm proud of. They're just in the party, but, you know, it's, it's the kind of community I want to live in. And again, there's many more, and I'll probably get to them later. And it's like, oh, if I didn't say your name, that means, like, screw you. It's like, dude, I'm going off the top of my head. Calm down. That's not the point of the episode. Really made some waves. Like I said, recognition on the state level. Be in the place to be. And, I mean, I can't overstate that. Late February, we we censored Mike Shirky, right? And, uh, and man, that, that, uh, that made waves. I mean, that next morning, my phone would not stop going off. So, Mike Shirky, if you don't know, most powerful Republican in the state of Michigan, he was uh, the Senate Majority Leader. Uh, he's an absolute, you know, two-faced, corrupt, phony, and awfully pompous, as it were, uh, person. And he's a liar, which I don't like liars, if you haven't noticed. And we had a list of, like, 12 things we censored him for. I could find that, like, declaration if you want, but... Among them, you know, supporting crony capitalism, bending the knee to Governor Whitmer over all the COVID horseshit, not protecting our gun rights, especially at the Capitol, and um, and supporting the National Popular Vote Initiative, which, you know, would, would cause, you know, this place, the United States, that's already falling apart to fall apart much, much faster. And um, when you lied about that to my face, yeah, I got a little bit pissed off.
Well, we also got this uh, viral video that went out because myself, Lance Lashway, John Smith were at uh, Spangler's, you know, when he was trying to like talk his way out of this because we're just a bunch of dumb hick rubes from Hillsdale that don't know anything. He's much smarter than us. We don't understand politics. But um, you know what? I'll play the clip. I'll link the whole video if you want to see it. And you should if you haven't. But I'll play the clip where I call him out on his lies because like, I was just quiet the whole time. Like we're sitting there for an hour and I'm just like, I'm just like, dude, I want to get out of here. Like, oh my, like just listening to him was giving me like a headache. And I had to sit next to him, of course. Um, but you know, then I finally like caught him in this lie and I just about like came unglued in the whole restaurant. Like you could hear a pin drop. Everyone's like staring at me. Cause I like slightly rose my voice a little bit. Yeah, I wasn't very happy with that. So so I'll play that part. And that's when I knew he supported the National Popular Vote Initiative. He totally gaslights me, as you'll see in this video, telling me it didn't happen. Not only that, but he goes to lecture us that we don't know what we're talking about. And we hear something and we jump all over it. And then I say, okay. And he goes, oh, are you look go ahead, look it up. Well, I pull my phone out and start looking it up. And you can hear him going, wait, you're looking that up now? And I fast forward a little bit in here, hopefully you can tell, because, you know, it took a little bit to find on my phone, but I say, are, are you sure? You know, as I'm having trouble finding it, and he's hemming and hawing a little, oh, are, are, are you looking? Are you looking? And you can kind of see the nervousness on his face. Then I finally find it here, and just listen to the audacity he has in this response. You wouldn't support no, I, that's what I mean. I, while I would have understood it, I still don't support it because I don't support any of that crap. I still don't understand on the national popular vote. I thought you sponsored that bill in 2018 to join the compact. Look it up. Mm -hmm. Look it up. You look it up now? Yeah, I'll look it up. Why would I think that? Is that just. The only thing I did was on the committee. Mm -hmm. I, I moved voted out of committee because I had this, the amendment sub mm -hmm. ready to go on the floor sure. to put my plan in. Mm -hmm. but never got out of committee. Okay. Never got out of committee. But it's people like you guys who just see snippets of actions and then make a, put a fabricated story to it. So it's, it's, I'm, I'm used to it. Well, there's the little things that nobody says anything about, and there's things like the guns, and we're going to get to some more, I think. Well, I mean, uh, Right now. Good. You, it's your right to do so. Yeah. It's his duty to do so. It's not your right, it's your duty. It's your duty too. Mine, Darren's. Mike, we, we, we're not going to do it no more. We're not going to go along to get along. Darren's going to go to work there. He can bring his along down there. Might as well be that. Go ahead and try Here's, this is what I've got. So that didn't happen? Is that, Sam, Sam Prime messed that up? Saying that you supported it. Yeah, go ahead. Did you already pay? No, I'm not going to pay. I am 95% certain I didn't co sponsor it, but I did make that motion to committee to get out of committee. I remember just because I remember the conversation with you and Rutan at a, at a meeting at Olivia's. It was before me, for that I'm aware of. Yeah, Mike, I mean, Mike, it's not just you, Mike. We're going to push out anybody that goes along to get along anymore. We're trying, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do everything we can. Do what you want. You know? But all I say is. But that's not how it works. I won't put up with it personally. Yeah. Uh, I still don't get why this this other one says you co-sponsored it. So you didn't co-sponsor it. They're lying. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go pull up the records and find out. Okay. Because I mean, you said in this quote you co-sponsored it. So you're sitting here telling me that you didn't do it, and then I pull up something where you admit to do it. Now you're saying, oh, maybe I did. I'm not sure. So you're already backtracking. This is why we're here because you're a liar. This is what we're mad about. This whole thing. I've been polite. We've been kind of beating around the bush and like, can you prove this? Can you prove that? The truth is, you're just another politician who will say one thing to get us get to get off your back. Get your ass and Well, maybe I can't. Maybe because I actually have this thing you don't have, which is called integrity. Is that right? That's right. 
We don't we don't have consumers you back in the sometime. Consumers. Yeah. Consumers is my number one enemy. We don't have any uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. big money coming out. Reception. I did I <sighs> that was a fun fun day. What do I always talk about? The endless gaslighting. So but yeah, I mean another thing we did is, you know, through this got the grassroots to stand up. Roots is like, dude, you don't you're not beholden to these rulers. You know what I mean? Like you, you don't owe them anything. They owe you. And, you know, it, it really played a role in changing the mindset. But and we've done a lot of other cool things too, like community outreach. Um, you know, we don't just, like I said, sit there and pat, pat ourselves on the back and then wait till next month and act like we're like so cool. We actually get out there. We've done, um, fundraising, you know what I mean? Like helping people in need, like actually like good stuff for charity. You know, it's like, who's doing that? Well, we are. Does that get reported in the news? Of course not. Cause they're not going to say anything good about us, but like we're doing that kind of stuff. Cause that's kind of people and that's kind of integrity that we have. So, with all that being said, a huge priority for us, of course, is on the political side to actually run candidates at our local level that support our values. And what we did is we did that as a goal with our new leadership taking over, among other things. Obviously, education being extremely important. What are the values? What is, you know, the Bill of Rights, uh, you know, Constitution, things like that. Um, why are those things important? But obviously, as a political party, elections are kind of an, a priority. Um, so the establishment saw that as a threat. Here we are growing in numbers, popularity. We're actually making moves. People actually like us because we're not like douchebags. And, you know, that was a real problem to them because their little, you know, cushy seats where they get to like you know, suck all our taxpayer dollars down where they, you know, sit on their ass and do nothing or like up for grabs, potentially, potentially, not necessarily, but potentially. And, you know, possibly in other levels, corruption that had been buried could be exposed if the right person got in that office. So that's a real threat, you know, not only to your job, but possibly like criminally or civilly. And like, I mean, you understand why someone's going to like try to protect that, like just out of self-interest. So if you're wondering what this has to do with a lawsuit or anything, this is where it gets spicy, okay? So pay attention to this part. We're getting there. So we had our precinct delegate. Okay, so precinct delegates, just to go over, gloss over it real quick. Precinct delegates are the smallest member of a party besides, you know, the individual, obviously. They're voted in um, at normal, you know, primary elections. And what they do is they select your party leadership. So, like, when I was voted as chair, the precinct delegates voted on that. They also vote on who goes to the state convention and select state party leadership, as in who's in the primary, to, you know, go square off against the Dems in the general. So, it's an important role. Um, now, we taught people how to, first off, what the role is of one, and then also how to file for one. But our clerk, Marnie Cast, who is... <clears throat> Wouldn't you know, part of the establishment old guard um, rejected a bunch of them months after they were submitted. The deadline, a bunch of other candidates submitted applications who were all part of her office, the courthouse, and the establishment. Isn't that fun? Just coincidence. You know, you'd think if someone had an error in their ballot, you'd just say, hey, you know, I mean, people in our office help some of them fill them out. So you help someone fill out a ballot, but you don't tell them it's wrong. No, not, nothing to see here. Just coincidence, though. Just coincidence. So essentially, they disenfranchised um, two, three dozen people to instead get in their own. Well, what's the purpose of this? Well... I think that one shouldn't be hard to figure out. They're threatened. They want their little club back. They want their power back, and they don't want their power threatened. Yes. Dirty tricks. Surprised, aren't you? Well, that was not all. A second issue. In April, the precinct delegate allocation was dropped from 133 delegates to 100 by determination of 
the county clerk, Marnie Cass, yes, the same person that disenfranchised all the voters, the probate judge, and the county treasurer, the three of them. It is an arbitrary and capricious decision. They're, they're, they gave no explanation for it. But again, why? Tighten the circle, close their club, reject our candidates, get theirs in. Pretty blatant. Pretty blatant stuff. So at that point, you know, what do you do? You, you get kicked in the teeth, you can roll over and die, or you can fight back. Um, and so that's what we did. We'll use the bylaws. And I'm not going to go through the bylaws. You can ask Mr. Rutan. He is the bylaw expert. But the bylaws allow disavowalment. Disavowalment is when someone is not acting according to party values and it takes away their uh, voting ability. So we disavowed all of the precinct delegates who were were in there uh, through this corrupt process. And, you know, this way, uh, uh, vindicating the proper precinct delegates that have been disenfranchised through the corrupt, almost certainly unlawful practices from Marnie Cass' office. At that point in time, we then had our convention called by yours truly on August 25th, 2022. And lo and behold, well, you can imagine the corrupt establishment, Ferengis, did not take too kindly to this. And they had their own convention, even though they had no power in the bylaws to call it. It was called by Brett Leininger, who is... We call him the Amish clown. If you look up his picture, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Um, and Mike Shirky, who, again, Mike Shirky's not a member of your executive committee. Yeah, that Mike Shirky, by the way, the one I talked about earlier. Yeah, he doesn't like us too well. So he had a little bit of incentive to get his revenge um, <laughs> as a total chotch. You know, those two called it, and they elect Brent Leininger, you know, power-hungry Amish clown as chair. Uh Persona non grata gets in there. Neil Brady, Marnie Cast. Yes, yes. Now you putting it all together. The county clerk, Marnie Cast, who screwed with our ballots, who screwed with our um, our count of how many precinct delegates could even be allowed. Yes, that Marnie Cast is now on the executive committee. Conflict of interest. Nope, nope, nothing to see here, guys. It's all a big, big coincidence. So they think that somehow having this convention in a parking lot in the back of a pickup truck, which I get, it's kind of like, oh, we're Hillsdale. Come on, dude. We had a building at least. You think that's like legit? It's like, no, it's not. And they were trying to like pass this off to the state party to be recognized as the Hillsdale County Republican Party. So... We wanted to nip this in the bud very quickly, so we had the uh, chairman of the Michigan Republican Party, Ron Weezer, the Beverly Hills guy, um, <laughs> uh, sign in writing that, yes, the Wisely, yes, that's what's known as the Wisely faction, after yours truly, is the legit party. Okay, case closed. Or so we thought, but actually it was just the tidal wave of bullshit Beginning, starting on October 7th, getting this from attorney Jonathan Queerbach. I mean, Lauterbach. This is a complaint, a verified complaint. Hillsdale County Republican Executive Committee versus Darren Wisely, Lance Lashaway, John Smith, John Paul Rutan, Josh Gritzmaker, and Bell Steyer. First off, we're the Hillsdale County Republican Party. I didn't know we were suing ourselves, but okay. Essentially, this complaint is saying that the clown show that I just mentioned, the parking lot group with, uh, you know, Leininger, Shirky, and all them, who I'm just going to refer to as the fake Republican Party just for shortness sake. I mean, it's true they are the fake one, but, um, you know, just to keep it simple, not say the names, this and that are the legit party, and so they're going to court, okay? They're suing us, 
to get a judicial declaration that they're the correct party. Now, this is, you can't do this, okay? And, you know, I do happen to be a lawyer, so I might know a thing or two about this. First off, it's a political question. Political questions, you know, those of you who went to, like, a lot of undergrad poli size probably even know, like, okay, Marbury B. Madison, 1804. Yeah, political questions are not solved by courts. That's not what they're for. Okay, well, this judge didn't know that, apparently, but, um... Not only that, but, you know, a party is, is a, you know, it's, it's more like a corporation. And, you know, that's an in-house thing you settle. It's not, it's not something you run to the courts with. So, we'll go down to the bottom of the complaint here. Relief requested. They seek a judgment that the actions purporting to remove duly elected delegates. First off, the delegates weren't duly elected. We were hosed over by Marnie Cass, as I already told you. But basically they're saying that our our disavowalment was improper due to state law, the MIGOP bylaws, and the HCRC bylaws, which isn't true. So then they're saying not only were our actions unlawful and should be barred, but that the meeting held by the fake Republicans is now somehow valid. Well, even if what we did isn't valid, let's use common sense, okay? You guys are common sense people. Um, even if our meeting isn't valid, neither was yours. You didn't have the power to call a meeting. You didn't have proper people voting in it. <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense. I mean, completely unreal. So what happened is we... You know, I got this, and I thought, man, this is a joke for all the reasons I just said. So I'm like, you know, whatever, who cares? Like, it's kind of funny they did this. I didn't take it very seriously. But, uh, you know, lo and behold, we're dragged into court on, um, gosh, it was early November. And actually that day I had court in another, like, for my job court, not like this, like, petty bullshit. And... So I was, like, getting around, like, in the shower while this was, like, going on on Zoom. But anyways, the judge issued a preliminary injunction against us. The current officers, I just said, the defendants in this lawsuit, that we couldn't partake in Hillsdale County Republican uh, Executive Committee activities, which, first off, violates our First Amendment rights because I can call myself whatever I want. I can call myself the Queen of England. And call myself the leader of the CCCP. Well, maybe not over there, but but you know what I mean. Uh, although that's how we're being treated over here, apparently. And uh, second off, again, he had no jurisdiction because if you're first off, political question already said that. Second off, he has no jurisdiction because if you're going to change who is part of the Michigan Republican Party or its subsidiaries, the Michigan Republican Party would need to be a party to the lawsuit. Do you see how that doesn't make any sense? Like, how could you change their organizational structure without the organization being involved in it? Like, that doesn't make any sense. So basically, this judge with no authority says, we have to step down, we can't do anything, and that's it. Is that not crazy? But this is just the beginning. So yeah, basically on this motion, this judge just takes everything they said as fact and says... If we are involved in the Hillsdale County Republican Party or are, hold ourselves out as officers thereof, we're going to be thrown in contempt. And the thing about this, too, and again, it shows how petty these clowns in the, you know, fake, you know, Republican Party are. My term is up at the end of the year. Um, it's a two-year term. All of us were stepping down. We created, we grew this to hand off to other people, and we had awesome people that were ready to take it over. You know, this wasn't some kind of, like, tyranny, power-hungry thing. So it's like, they would have just waited, but they knew they wouldn't have got their people in the next election. That's why they had to do this. But just to, like, make the record straight, like, for me, it's like, dude, I'm so busy with my law practice. Like, I'm done anyways. I'm, yeah, I still want to be involved, but I'm ready for other people to be in those roles. And it's like, I'm so busy. It's like, okay, I'm not the chair. I don't care. You know what I mean? But uh, but it just shows how, 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 you know, just how asinine the whole thing is and how, you know, just how childish it is. At that point in time, the convention is held to select officers 
on uh, on the Thursday, just a day or two after this, or maybe three, I don't know, after this temporary restraining order. Well, none of us went to the convention that were barred from it, pursuant to the judge's order. Where were we at 6 o'clock on Thursday, November 17th, 2022? We were at El Cerritos, the finest Mexican restaurant you can ever eat. I'll plug away all day. I love those guys. Great food, great service. Uh, you like your margs, margs there? Whatever you want, man. Uh, like I said, I'm repping them. So that's where we were. Uh, which, of course, if you know anything about Mr. Rutan, he's always got his body cam on him. So that is documented. At this meeting, called by David Mosby, who's done an incredible job stepping up, being the man. Uh, so impressed with you, brother. Um, proud to pass the uh, Ron Paul gavel down to you. Uh, called, Mr. Mosby was elected chair. Uh, Mayor Stockford, who I mentioned uh, earlier in the show, vice chair, um, along with uh, Daniel Metz, Dan Rutan, and Chris Wingate. So you got an awesome crew right there taking over the legitimate Republican Party. So at this point, even though the court order was wrong, all of the old Republican uh, officers stepped down, myself included, to comply with it. And now there are new legitimate officers elected. Well, as you can imagine, this really pissed off the fake Republican Party because now they have these legitimately elected officers to contend with. And in response, what do they do? They filed an insane amount of documents in frivolous litigation. Um, my office to date has a stack of papers 41 and a half inches high. That's like three and a half feet of pages filed from Brent Leininger and his attorney, John Lauterbach. Why? To harass us. To waste our time. I got a law practice to run. I got real stuff to deal with. But I'm getting all these papers from FedEx in the mail every single freaking day. My staff has had to make multiple excess folders because there's so much paper in here. And that's what they did. How are they funding these big shot attorneys? J.J. Hodshire, he runs the hospital. He's behind the scenes funding this. And his brother, just so you know, is also part of the fake Republican Party, Scott Hodshire. Who is he? The Hillsdale County Sheriff. He is the one behind many of these frivolous prosecutions that I've talked about in my other podcasts that I've had to defend. And one, by the way, let's, you know, let the record reflect. But still... Violating people's rights uh, with no regard for the rule of law, no regard for their constitutional protections, openly admitting to violating gun rights on Facebook, and oh yeah, he tried filing a complaint against me with the State Bar of Michigan for, I guess, something I must have said at a Republican Party meeting or whatever. It's like, dude, you're trying to threaten my livelihood? That's not okay. And you know what's so funny about that is it was such a ridiculous complaint. The state bar had my back. We all know the state bar and I are not necessarily ideologically aligned, so they're not going to stick their neck out too far for me. But even they said, dude, are you retarded? <laughs> okay, maybe not in those words, but they said, yeah, political speech is protected by the First Amendment. Duh, like literally, duh, dude, you're an idiot. Get the hell out of here. And they just tossed it out. But um, that that's that's how low these people stoop to. That's how petty they are. Okay? Wasting my time with all this frivolous litigation. Trying to threaten my livelihood. Wasting everyone else's time here. I mean, this is wrong. You know? It, it's real wrong. It's real screwed up. So, in the wake of this... When the real flurry of documents starts hitting, I get plaintiff's ex parte verified motion for an order to show cause why defendants wisely and the rest of them should not be held in contempt of court. That's right. Now, on top of all this, trying to hold me in contempt. Why? 
They said I violated the court's November 15th order. That was the preliminary injunction saying I have to step down as chair, which I just told you guys I did, and a new chair was elected. But apparently, some people are too stupid to check basic facts before running to the court with their motions. Their motion alleged that I was at this uh, this meeting on the 17th. I wasn't. I just told you guys I was at the Mexican restaurant chowing down on some dope chip, chicken chimichangas. Brent Leininger signed this motion as a verified uh, as a verified affidavit, notarized, signed under penalty of perjury. He's a liar. He signed it, and it's not true. Well, prior to this point in time, I hadn't had much to say because I kind of thought it would go away. You know, I stepped down. I just wanted to focus on my law practice. I didn't want to deal with this petty argument. You know what I mean? I'm busy. I don't have time for it. But finally, I had to say something. So I filed a motion to quash. Motion to quash just means you want something thrown out. Because I'm like, I don't want to show up to this show cause. Like, it's a waste of my time. And I told them, look, I resigned. The whole thing's moot. They lied. At the end, I say, defendant, referring to myself, respectfully request this honorable court. Quash the order to show cause to save defendant from the unnecessary time and expense of being dragged into court on such frivolous claims. Dismiss him as a party to the case, since litigation against him is moot and... Or defendant costs, interests, and attorney's fees for having to spend his time defending against plaintiff's motion that had no purpose other than to be frivolous, putative, vexatious, annoying, and harassing. Well, I let them know how I felt. So after this uh, motion to show cause why we should not be held in contempt is filed, the fake Republican Party decides to add all of the new officers to this ridiculous, frivolous lawsuit. So that is all the people I just named. So now we're looking at about 12 defendants, I believe. (laughs) Uh, Utterly ridiculous. Um, But that's what they did. All 12 of us were at the show cause hearing, even though only the original officers were the ones being threatened with contempt. Uh, At this hearing, basically what they do is ask you how you plead the allegation that you violated the court order. We all said, of course, not guilty, because we weren't guilty. So then it's set for an evidentiary hearing that still has not been held yet. Let me backtrack. Two days before this hearing, John Lauterbach, in a very unprofessional sleight-of-hand move, tried filing another motion for a temporary restraining order against all of us. Well, you must say, don't you have 21 days to respond to a motion? Well, yeah, if you followed the court rules, you would. His argument? We should hear this motion today since, hey, we're already all here, and I could have filed it as an ex parte if I wanted to. Well, last time I checked, I could have done something is not a legal argument, you bonehead. The judge hadn't even seen this new motion. He didn't even know he had it. He ended up having it in his stack because the stack's so huge is probably why he didn't notice it. So the judge called for a recess to go look at it. The judge comes out. John Lauterbach made his arguments, which, again, many of them were untrue. And then he gave our side a chance. When I came up there, made it very clear to the court. One, we shouldn't be hearing this motion because we haven't had a chance to respond. Ex parte, that you could have filed it a certain way and didn't, is not a legal argument. Two, this court has no jurisdiction. The court has no jurisdiction over the subject matter because it's a political question. The court has no jurisdiction over me because I already resigned. Why am I a party to the case? They're just trying to waste our time. And I said, also, I would like the court to take notice... And I turn around and look at them that I'm tired of being lied about. What they put in the motion about me is not true. It's not true, but they signed it under oath. I don't appreciate it, Your Honor. That's about all I had to say.
but I think I made my point. It was nice because that was in person. And I think the judge finally, that once we got, this is the problem with Zoom, because once we got in front of him in person and we got a chance to say our piece, he finally understood a little bit about what was going on. In his defense, I get it. This isn't the type of litigation you normally see. But in the end, he ended up denying their temporary restraining order. Much to their dismay, the tide is turning at this point. Fast forward. So at this point, the fake Republican Party shows very much shows their true colors. They told us, hey, all these endless documents you're getting, this waste of time having to show up to court, a couple people even paying for private attorneys, it'll all go away if you all just sign this settlement saying you promise to not partake in the Hillsdale County Republican Party, we'll make it all go away. All your problems are gone. See, that's what this is about. This isn't about justice. This isn't about doing the right thing. This isn't about the st- being involved with the state Republican Party writ large. They just want their little hold on power in Hillsdale County so they can keep their offices and they can keep oppressing us. And all we have to do is sign it and it all goes away. You think we did that? Of course not. Up theirs, man. After that, there was the state Republican Party convention. And we had some big players step up for us. Jonathan Lindsay, you the man. Steve Cara, thank you as well. And the state committee also, who said, in no uncertain terms, we are the right Hillsdale County Republican Party. And if that other party does not drop the lawsuit, then they are totally banned from the state Republican Party. You see, they saw what was going on. They stuck up for us. They did the right thing. And that was really cool. So at that point, this whole thing should be done. It should be over. But here we are. Still getting more documents. Got a motion to dismiss the other day. The stack of papers keeps growing. This is what I'm dealing with. This is what we're dealing with. Because these corrupt crybabies can't let it go. You lost. Go home. Pay your attorney and get out of here. And don't think I'm not turning around and filing for sanctions for a frivolous lawsuit. Because I'm getting mine, buddy. You wasted my time. I'm getting mine. And we all should. We all should. I mean, these are good people. Just trying to be involved in their community. Trying to make it a better place. And because this this little hole of power is threatened from these corrupt actors, um, they won't let it go. So what do we got? Today's Monday, the day I'm recording this. We have court today. It could all get thrown out today. It's a big day. It's going to be another packed courtroom. I'm excited. I'm optimistic. But for those of you who are like, what is going on with this? Well, this is, I know I probably missed some things. I hope I didn't leave some things out. I mean, I did this all off the cuff. But this is where we are. This is where we are. To recap, Marnie Cast throws out however many precinct ballots saying they weren't done properly. But she waits months after they were filed. And as soon as they're thrown out, Conveniently, a bunch of her people apply for a precinct delegate. Marnie Cast lowers the amounts of precinct delegates from 133 to 100 arbitrarily for no reason at all. You would want your party to have more precinct delegates. If she's a Republican, you know, it would be biased in Republican favor to make that number bigger, not smaller. I realize the Democrat Party doesn't have power in... Hillsdale, because we're super red, but it doesn't make any sense, and they provided no legitimate reason for it. We disavow all the improperly elected precinct delegates. We hold our convention. The fake Republican Party, led by Mike Shirky and Brent Leininger, hold their fake convention. State recognizes us. They sue us. Because they're in the wrong and can't win properly, we get a injunction 
our old officers stepped down. Even though we stepped down and complied with the court order, they tried to throw us in contempt, which is still going on. We still presumably have a hearing on it, even though I think the matter's moot. They try an underhanded motion, again, two days before the show cause hearing, not giving us time to respond to it or see what or, or make any kind of legal argument in our own defense. The judge finally rules one for us. Since then, they file a motion to dismiss, motion for default judgment. We'll see where it's going to go. We'll find out today. But we appreciate your support. Feel free to follow up with questions, comments. Um, I can do a follow-up after today, whatever. But remember, they drew first blood. They came at us. For me, they tried. not only did they waste my time, waste chance I could be making more money, constantly trying to defame my reputation. I mean, anyone who knows that, that that's just whatever. But um, threaten my livelihood. But you know what? They hate us because they can't beat us. I mean, hey, <laughs> it sucks to be a loser. And uh, I wouldn't know anything about that, but I guess they would. But you know what? Keep coming for me because I never backing down. Okay? Ne neither are the rest of us. That's what integrity is. That's what character is. You don't back down. You know, when, when things get a little uncomfortable. But uh, they really tried to put us through the ringer on this. You know what I mean? So I just, hopefully this made things clear. I know it's probably still pretty confusing if you're not familiar with this. But hopefully it's a little better. Just know they basically try to screw us over. <laughs> I mean, long story short. Um, so that's that. Hopefully enjoyed it. Um, like I said, it's petty. It's drama. But people love that stuff. So... I'll, I'll end with this. Um, I got a really busy month. I got a uh, capital case uh, jury trial at the end of the month. I got two dispositive motions. I may not drop another episode this month, just being frank. I will try. Don't get mad. I'll be back. Hang in there. Support the show. Share it with your friends. Go listen to old episodes. They're timely. They're relevant. They're good. I think. I'm biased. But check them out. Thanks for the, thanks for listening. Thanks for the support. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Yeah. It's official. I survived what I've been through. Y'all got drama. The saga continues. We ain't going nowhere.